Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. And let me tell you something. Unless you're in Temple, it does not get any more Jewish than this. No, I want this town to be near you. No. Welcome back to the show and a good uh, Tuesday. Tuesday it is, right? Tuesday evening to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.08, 8 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Gang's all here. Low T, Chuck, screens the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. WSB senior political analyst Bill Crane live in studios. We break down election 2016, the Georgia results. Um, Bill, for folks that are just getting in the car and for some unknown reason missed Jennifer Griffey's award-winning newscast. Idaho. What were the results that we should know before we put our head to pillow tonight? Safe night for most incumbents. Cobb County Commission Chairman Tim Lee looks like he's headed for a runoff and a handful of legislative seats the same. Every one of Georgia's congressional incumbents was reelected. And on the uh, Democratic side of the U.S. Senate seat, uh, Jim Barksdale looks like he'll avoid a runoff with. But a uh, much closer race than very was close. Very close. Any chance of him in the general? Uh, it's uh, if you look at the fact that an African American female with next to no budget put him in this position where he looks like he might have a runoff, although it doesn't look like as the more the votes come in from the metro area that he will, it, it says one challenge. Then you look at the number of votes cast in the Republican primary being more than twice sure. the number in the Democratic side. This is not a purple state. It's still a red state. Donald Trump voters are there to vote for Donald Trump. I still don't know what they do down ticket. And if they even vote down ticket. That's going to be a huge story come November, what, what goes on down ticket. Uh, you mentioned the Cobb County Commission chair race. Right now, Mike Boyce leads with 49% of the vote. Tim Lee, the incumbent, with 41%. Uh, Mike Boyce needs 50% plus one to avoid a runoff. Uh, Larry Savage in third place right now with 11% playing spoiler, perhaps. We have been discussing that. I got some amazing emails in the last couple of minutes from Cobb County residents that... Um, uh, the, the central theme we're hearing tonight on the show, they uh, had voted for Tim Lee in the past and decided not to this time because of the Brave Stadium in Cobb County that's coming next year. Or results from, you know, feeling they got screwed in one way or another. Exactly, exactly. Your thoughts on that at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I also want to segue into the good news today. Well, I think it's good news. The uh, the Atlanta Athletic Commission, whatever, 
Sports Sports Council. Council. <laughs> uh, one, one its third Super Bowl. They they pitched, um, and it was interesting who pitched for them um, to the Super Bowl committee, and we are getting the Super Bowl. We've never had it covered before. I, I actually did the bid video for the first two when I was still at the Metro Chamber. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Jay Black who's there. and That and, reminds me. Call Jay Black on his cell phone, please, Longoria. Um, it typically doesn't have traveling media, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, the involvement of CEOs, as they had today, Equifax in, CEO. Yeah, equi- in the pitch is not unusual because they are also part of the leadership of the Sports Council. But it has tended to be an effort that the Sports Council, the Convention of Visitors Bureau, and the Metro Chamber have driven over the last 20 years. And, and when we pitch, our results are pretty good. Indeed. Uh, so your thoughts on that? Uh, are you happy the uh, the Atlanta's going to get the Super Bowl fifty three in two thousand nineteen? Yeah, I 53. hadn't done the math on that. Yeah, L I I. Our first one was twenty eight. So then our second one was thirty four. Something like something like that. But fifty three is coming to yeah. Atlanta. Your thoughts on that at four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk Line Six. Chuck, give me a name, please, for uh, Noah. Noah's in Conyers. Noah, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Uh, please, gentlemen. Welks, buddy. What's going on? Uh, no, my, I'm originally from Cobb County, but I told all my family and friends, do not vote for this guy, because I don't think if anybody's ever thought about it, at least where uh, the race play now, you don't have to worry about 18 minutes on each person to get there. You don't have to worry about what? I'm sorry, Noah. You don't have to worry about what? Big trucks. 18 wheels. Oh, big trucks. Okay. And at the new stadium... You're going to have not only the little four-wheeler cars, but you're actually going to have the 18-wheelers involved in all that traffic, too, at the same time. I never, I never thought about thing. that traffic-wise, so no no big rigs were allowed on the downtown connector. Anymore. Um, anymore, but they but they are allowed on uh, 75 and 285. And it's interesting, this morning, we had we had four crashes inside of 20 minutes between Paces Ferry and uh, New Northside Powers Ferry, and, and, and it, was just, it just crushed the rush hour. Well, what, what's what's unfortunate is that's not the point where 280, it, it's the point where you get off 75 to get back on 285. It's a spin out point as opposed to a spin. It's it's right in the middle of that yeah. feed point. It's going to be a beautiful park. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is beautiful when you see it. And if you stand in most any of the Galleria Towers, you can literally look out your window and wave at it. Speaking of beautiful, uh, WSB assistant to the assistant sports director, Jay Black, joins us. On the road, hunting back from Charlotte, covering the Super Bowl announcement. Mr. Black, always a pleasure. How are you, sir? You know, South Carolina doesn't have any money to fix any of its roads except the one time a year I'm on them. Oh, you're stuck in uh, construction <laughs> traffic, yeah, we, huh? We, we've hit several uh, construction delays on I-85 through um, Greenville and Spartanburg, and Greenville yeah. and Greer. And uh, now that we're in Clemson, I think we're, we've, uh, we've cleared it. So you were, in, you were in Charlotte for the big announcement today. We broke the news here on WSB Radio. Um, what, what was the announcement like? What was it uh, being an Atlanta guy there at the announcement? Um, what, were, what were your impressions? Just walk us through what happened today. Well, for, uh, for a little behind-the-scenes uh, information, the announcement was exclusively on NFL Network. So they had the media in a, in a workroom here at this giant hotel, the Ballantyne Hotel, outside of Charlotte. Unfortunately, the workroom didn't have a television. So we, me and uh, Tim Tucker with the AJC and uh, Cody Chaffins from Fox 5, were all crowded around the television in the bar in the hotel to find out how the vote was going. And then once it was uh, pretty clear that uh, Atlanta was going to win, we all sprung into action going to the room where the 
uh, Atlanta big committee uh, ran by the Atlanta Sports Council was, unfortunately, was about five steps away. So once uh, we heard that Atlanta was going to win the Super Bowl, we could hear them all cheering from their room and uh, started the city of the, uh, the How confident were the uh, the powers that be from Atlanta that we were going to get this Super Bowl? Was the confidence level high, Jay? Yeah, I would I would think so. I mean, everybody was saying the right things. You know, you don't say when you're going into a ball game that you're going to blow somebody out. But everybody had the look that it was Atlanta's to lose, and the the way the three Super Bowls were bid on it went exactly how everybody thought it would go. Atlanta got 2019, which is the one they really wanted to slide in in between the national championship game in 2018 and the final four in 2020. Miami got theirs in 2020, and Los Angeles got theirs in 2021. And really, it it seems like you build a new stadium or you spend a lot of money to fix the one you have, you're going to get a Super Bowl. Atlanta Los Angeles both build new stadiums. Miami spent $400 million to fix theirs. So the owners have made a clear precedent, no matter what city you're in, cold weather or otherwise, if you build a new stadium, we will reward you with a Super Bowl, and that's what happened today. Jay, is this going to be a one-off deal, or are we going to be in the yearly mix with the New Orleanses, the Miamis Tampa. of the world, the Tampas, that, that we will be uh, consistently considered for a Super Bowl? I mean, we always should have been, shouldn't we? Except for that, the ice storm that really knocked us down a peg. I mean, it's Atlanta. It's the Empire City of the South, and especially with Arthur Blank's new ballpark, I can't imagine Atlanta's not going to be in the mix. We've we've proven year in and year out how well we can run college football games with the Triple A kickoff game, which is a big deal, the Peach Bowl, and the SEC championship game. I think the Final Four in 2013 was kind of a turning point. That was a great weekend for it was. Atlanta. Yes, this place was on fire, and everybody was in a great mood. It was it's one of the best things I've ever covered. That was a great weekend, and I can't imagine now that the the Super Bowl and the National Championship game will do any different, and I, I fully expect Atlanta to get in that once every 8- to 10-year rotation. WSB's Jay Black on his way back from Charlotte, stuck in construction. Thankfully for us that he could join us uh, in South Carolina. Stop in Greenville and check out the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Check out the Greenville bridge, Jay. Uh, who... Uh, just recap, if you can, who were the uh, the luminaries that pitched Atlanta? I know you mentioned it was a 15-minute presentation. Who are, Who is pitching for Atlanta? Well, it was actually a couple of business leaders, the CEOs of United Distributors and Equifax, which are local businesses here. They were the ones that were called on to make the pitch. They had a 15-minute presentation, which really didn't take quite 15 minutes. Both of them spoke on behalf of showing how much Atlanta can work with the business community and and the government can come together to get something like this done. And in the middle of the presentation, Andrew Young uh, had a taped message to the owners. And when you uh, dust off somebody as important and his name carries a lot of weight as Andrew Young, uh, people take notice. Dan Corso, who's the director of the Atlanta Sports Council, uh, who kind of organized the bid, he, he told me that you know that kind of got everybody's attention when, when, uh, when Mr. Young got on the mic. Uh, and a tape piece and, and said what needs to be said to pitch Atlanta as you know a city that continues to elevate itself, you know not just as a as an up and coming city, but a, a city that belongs amongst the best in the country. And then uh, Arthur Blank, the owners get five minutes after the uh, the bid committee makes its presentation, so owner Arthur Blank got his uh, five minutes to to be the closer. And this was really his baby. He said all along, we can't get a Super Bowl without a new stadium. I want to build most of a new stadium. Help me out a little bit. 
and we'll get it done. And he, and he said this was one of the best things that's ever happened in his career was getting the Super Bowl. WSB's Jay Black, are you coming back for the morning news show, my friend? Uh, I, I will be on uh, recorded in the morning news tomorrow. <laughs> you, you will not be producing the uh, the program. Uh, no, I'll get uh, Buford for one more day. One more day at Buford. All right, Jay, um, great job. Seriously, I don't know if you heard the, the morning show this morning, but we had a nice three-and-a-half-minute Jay Black piece um, on the uh, the upcoming decision. It sounded fantastic. You did a great job. I'm still quizzical why you went, but I love that you did. I think it's fantastic. We uh, we had all of the Atlanta media <laughs> there, so uh, WSB's got to be there. I, of course, of course. J-, J. Black, WSB Sports Director, on his way back. Godspeed through that construction zone, my friend. See you, buddy. All right. Um, yeah, Atlanta's getting the Super Bowl. Your thoughts, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Bill Crane in studio. We're going to come back, uh, recap some of the races still ongoing, the votes being tallied, and, of course, your calls, 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram. I think we really got something in. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. Welcome back to the show. 10 24, 72 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and Bill Crane in studio taking your calls. 404 872 Randy joins us on the program. Hello, Randy. Hey. Good evening, please. Good evening, I'm sir. Great to the, we'll get the Super Bowl. I was just wondering if the city calls. 46 million to place a bid for the Super Bowl. What all is involved in placing a bid for it to be so costly? Was that the number? Was it? I want million? forty-five million. I wanted to ask Jay that same question. We didn't get to it. I think the, the majority of that has to be the waiver on taxes on hotel motel taxes, okay. and the waiver on sales tax on the tickets themselves to get to that number as part of the bid. In other words, if you're a host city, you got to give that money back so that the NFL doesn't have to pay those taxes. But it's not like a, a it's fee. It's not like a fee, no, paid to the yeah. NFL. But do remember, the NFL is a non-profit exactly. organization. It's um, unbelievable. But, yeah, it's 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 a great feather in the cap, isn't it, Randy, uh, for the city? Yeah, yeah, it's great for the city. I think the city, you know, they deserve it. They can handle it. Yeah, and and it'll, it'll make help us make up for that ice Super Bowl. I remember doing traffic that weekend on Channel Two, and every interstate was shut down. Well, we had the ice Super Bowl, and then the first one in '94, which was also the first year the dome was open, fully operational. We lost water to the entire downtown. I did not know the that. The week prior to the Super Bowl, there was a major failure of the uh, pumping station at Howell Mill Road, and you couldn't flush oh my in goodness. any of the hotels, and there was a concern about how quickly we were going to get water back, and we got it back two days before, before everybody started arriving. Gary's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Gary. Hi. Hey, buddy. I was just calling to uh, invite folks to come to Cobb. Everybody seems to think the Braves Stadium is a big draw, but I would submit that uh, uh, our school system is the big draw tonight. We've managed to teach uh, Chairman Lee the word transparency a couple of years ago, and now tonight, I hope we're teaching him the meaning of it. Well, it looks like uh, there will be a runoff. I'm curious to see what, what's going to happen in that runoff. We've had a majority of the calls tonight uh, on the anti-Lee side of things, uh, mostly because of the Brave Stadium. But in a runoff, what do you think? I mean, is, is he the favorite in a runoff? No. In, in the vernacular, um, momentum will be with Mr. Boyce. Yeah. and. The anguish and anger that you're hearing from these callers, the, the, those, that's not going to go away between now and July the 26th. It will be very difficult in an extremely low, perhaps single-digit turnout 
for Mr. Lee to get his people back. Yeah, out there. All right. Uh, Mark Aylwine's got the very latest on the campaign 2016 election results. We'll come back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Johnny Kilbasa joining us with a fast food review as well. You can reach me on Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is The Mark Arum Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all of Metro Atlanta. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Hey, folks. This is Mark Marin from WTF. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Enjoy. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a... Welcome back to the show, 1136, 24 in front of midnight. Mark Aaron with you till 12, Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We're discussing election 2016 and the Atlanta area awarded the Super Bowl in 2019. Bill Crane, WSB senior political analyst, joins us in studios answering your calls, updating the big races. Again, the headlines, Bill, uh, tomorrow morning we'll hear on uh, Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade will be what? Safe night for incumbents, Tim Lee in a runoff in Cobb County, um, a new leadership team in DeKalb, and most of the congressional delegation and legislative leadership, with a handful of exceptions, won re-election. Speaking of DeKalb, Veronica Waters joins us live on the program. She has been covering election 2016 all night for us. Thanks for staying up a little late, Ronnie. How are you? <laughs> I'm sleepy. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. So, so uh, where are you right now, and what's the latest you can bring to us? I am at the DoubleTree Hilton, where the Mike Thurman uh, watch party was held tonight. And uh, you can imagine it was a pretty happy night for folks. You know, at one time, Mike Thurman was up by as much as 71% of the votes in, uh, in DeKalb County for the CEO's race. And um, I have to say, I think a lot of us know that this was not um, a, a surprising outcome. I think he was the, the favorite from the moment that he actually declared his candidacy in the race. He's got a long decade, uh, he's got long decades of public service under his belt, and so people considered him the front runner. He was um, very gracious tonight. He talked about unifying the county. People were very enthusiastic, and all the voters that I talked to say, that that was really the number one thing that they like about Mike Thurman. He seems like the kind of guy who has made a track record of bringing people together. He talked about that himself at the podium during his speech. He said, you know, whether you're black or white or whether you're rich or poor, whether you are a true believer or an agnostic, he said so many people have come behind him and supported him in this campaign, and he really believes that the Cab County's assets, he says, are greater than its liabilities. Yes, they have had challenges uh, with these corruption allegations and some prosecutions and that kind of thing, but he really believes that DeKalb County is, is a treasure trove of, of assets that will overcome all of that. So it was a really happy, happy night for uh, supporters here. Well, I heard from some of the voters you talked to earlier when you were on with uh, Chandler, um, you know, poor DeKalb County voters. I mean, th that, let's just get that up front. Poor DeKalb County residents. Um, they they want 
they they're yearning for something they they need someone to guide them into um i don't want to say relevancy but just the, just out of the corruption and and it seems like uh mike thurmond uh really struck a chord with voters he really really did and again i think it's because of the long public service record that he's had and his most recent stint in office was as the uh the cab county uh, school superintendent where he brought the district from you know millions of dollars in the red to well into the black and restored um, had accreditation restored under his watch. I mean, a lot of people say that he really has the leadership qualities that DeKalb County needs. And interestingly enough, not every voter in DeKalb County felt like corruption was really a big deal. I mean, I think if we, we talk about the allegations, but we have to also talk about the fact that people have been convicted and have been put out of office. So there's some middle of the road there, I think, that may be the most accurate picture. It's not all bad in DeKalb County, which is one of the things that Mike Thurman was wanting to say. I, you know, some of the Hold on one second, Ronnie. I just got a push alert from uh, the WSB radio app. Breaking news, Mike Boyce has won the Republican primary for Cobb Commission uh, chairman. Uh, but the vote total I'm looking at here, Bill, uh, still shows him under that 50% total. That means in Cobb County, before they've reported it to the Secretary of State's office, they've got official numbers they're passing on that show him 50% plus one, which means no runoff. If that's... I, 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 I don't think that can be. I, I will have to double check on that. He might have won the... Uh, he had the most votes today, but I, I don't... The numbers I'm seeing, I've got 97% in, and he is uh, still at 49%. All right, uh, just where's the 3% that's out there? And and does Cobb now have the Cobb County Board of Elections, not the Secretary of State's office, which what... Yeah. You, and I, you and I are looking at a feed from the Secretary of State's office. Ronnie? Yes, I'm here. All right, who are you talking to? You at the drive-thru? <laughs> <laughs> I only wish. You I have, want a burger. My trainer would kill me. <laughs> Longori wants a burger. All right, Ronnie, hang on, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, do you want? Can you hang on through the fast food review? Sure. All right, I'm going to keep you potted are we up. About chicken McNuggets. It, well, I'm going to keep you potted up. So if you have any <laughs> questions for Johnny, just jump right in. You got it. All right. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. On the selection night, I'm covered with cheese. I am to please wrap and bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm true. I'm trying. I'm call me country fried. I'm live. From the Crystal Drive to a North River Hills, where everybody knows that two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts will get you from the pink pony right into the drive. <laughs> so can, can I tell you a personal story? Um, I was out with a colleague this weekend who wanted to go to the uh, the uh, the pony. Mm. As, as, Sorry, that's all right. No pressure, Ronnie. Um, so I, I have a colleague that wanted to go. Down to the you take colleagues to the pony. No, I, I didn't. Uh, he oh, okay. wanted to go. But he and he wanted to take Uber there, but his Uber account is tied to his work. Work, and he didn't want the boss seeing Uber to well, the Pink Pony Gentleman's Square or Crystal. So what I told him was, I'm like, just put in Crystal at North Druid Hills, and then when the Uber guy gets here, go. Oh, actually, we're gonna just go around the corner for yeah, Crystal. Yeah, and the the adjacent, uh, not that I'm familiar, yeah. <laughs> with any, is a corporate square office. Park. Exactly, exactly. So Johnny, you uh, you're the gift that keeps on giving, my friend. Uh, yeah, nice move. Yeah. You could have went to the crystal. You could have went to the rusty nail. Either one would have worked fine. Exactly right. All right, so with Bill Crane in studio and Veronica Waters on the campaign trail, what's on the menu tonight, my friend? It's an honor to be with you guys tonight. Um, country fried favorites at Crystal. 
I love talking about Crystal, and they've got country fried favorites because they've got gravy, and they're spilling it all over everything. <laughs> country fried chicken, country fried Crystal, country fried steak biscuit, country fried chicken biscuit, country fried French fries. It seems like there was a surplus of country gravy, and they decided to... How is their red-eye gravy? I've, I do like Crystal, but I've never, I'm not a big Crystal breakfast person. Right. It's not as good as your grandma's gravy. Yeah. But if you're in a hurry, or if it's three thirty in the morning, it's the best gravy. <laughs> I'm I I prefer Crystal breakfast over the rest of the menu. To be honest, the uh, uh, for me it's Crystal. You got to have the gut grenades. The Sunrisers, Bill. It's it's basically yeah, similar. They're fantastic. And the uh, what are those little bowls called, Johnny? Um, the uh, the Crystal bowls. The crystal bowls for not. <laughs> Ronnie, you used to get those, Ronnie. It was. I you, listen. Have you guys had the made-to-order breakfast? I went to Crystal. Um, one morning on my way to the trial in Cobb County, and I had, you know, some eggs made over medium to order, and they have the best bacon. It is so freaking good. Fresh cracked eggs. That was their campaign. Yeah. And, they, you know, and it's, and it's they, they weren't lying. It's really, really good. <laughs> but I don't know how anybody, I can't, I don't know if I would prefer Crystal Breakfast over those cheese crystals. I mean, those are classic. Waffle House. And they are Waffle amazing. House. Yeah, no, I, I think the, the bowls, you have the grits, and there's a sausage patty, and there's cheese, and there's eggs. And you can, yeah, it's it's delicious. fantastic. It's it's I, I I am all about Crystal Breakfast. I'm a White Castle Burger guy at heart. Being a, a Yankee, I don't like the little holes in the patty. I just I have never warmed to the Crystal Burgers as much. I like the Crystal Chicks. Now that's mm. if I'm going for lunch oh, or dinner, I get the Crystal yeah, Chicks. I've been saying for years that the Crystal Chicks are the perfect fast food food, and now that they took a little dollop of country fried gravy and put it on top of it. Um, I like it even more. So, they, <laughs> so basically, Crystal went to Costco and bought too much gravy, and they said, "All right, we got to throw this on everything now." <laughs> Clark was having gravy. a garage sale or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'd like to try some of that gravy on grits. That would be really good. Gravy. I bet. We they can do what do that. What does Veronica have to do to make that happen, Johnny? <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> you take you take two fingers, Veronica, <laughs> and you wave the manager over. Finish the story, Johnny. <laughs> Let's get this done this afternoon. Yeah, you, you wave the manager over and say, Johnny Kilbasa told me to ask you to put gravy on my grits, and that'll make oh it happen. God. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Just throw Johnny Kilbasa's name on. Uh... All right, so Veronica's, gallon waiting for you. Veronica's in DeKalb County right now, Johnny. Um, should she just go? She's not terribly far from the one on Druid Hills yeah, she, or she the Lawrenceville Crystal? Highway location. Or, of course, the South Candler I'll make, I'll make a couple phone calls. Hit the drive-thru in about 20 minutes, and they'll have three bags of it waiting for you. <laughs> for the record, okay. the colleague with Uber was Veronica. Uh, not, to, not to blow you up. <laughs> Veronica, Veronica had the company Uber, and she's like, I can't go to the Pony. I got, And that's when I said, mm. go to the Crystal. Exactly. Johnny's all flustered. I know Johnny's a big Veronica fan. So I am. This, this, was, a, this was a big treat for Johnny K. Uh, Johnny, we'll talk to you on Thursday. Uh, we appreciate you, as always. And... If the cholesterol is high, make it so high. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa. Listen to my podcast on johnnykilbasa.com. Yeah, Johnny's podcast now available at johnnykilbasa.com. And follow him on Twitter, at Johnny Kilbasa. Maybe Veronica will be on your podcast one day. Oh, I, I, that would be the end of my life and my career. There I'll you go. i after that. Will you do that, Veronica? Oh. I don't think I, that did not sound like a great endorsement. Or <laughs> <laughs> don't retire, Johnny. Just well, I'm saying that would be the end. That would be all. Be the I epitome, Ronnie, yeah. as we said. Yeah, it'd be the, the Mount Everest. The, yeah. the Nobel Fast Food Peace Prize. I would not need to do anything else in my life after that. There you go. All right, Johnny. Appreciate you, bruh.
All right, uh, Ronnie, tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News, complete coverage from you in DeKalb and uh, the update on all the... What, what's uh, what's Vernon doing? What Do you know what Vernon's doing? He was running for office. He was running for one of those representative seats. I, well, I actually haven't seen the numbers on how that turned out. He Bill was Gates. leading and looking at a runoff about an hour ago. All right. Okay. Vernon and Jones. The, and the, did y'all talk about the big upset in the DeKalb County District Attorney's race, Sherry Block? We have not spent um, a lot of time on it, but I think that that was, again, one of those races like the like the CEO race. Sure. Where the electorate listened to the message, and, and it was a good message from Sherry Boston about a new DA day, a D-A-Y day, right. and, and a more aggressive prosecution on a broader range, not just the uh, governmental cases and, and the inefficiencies and waste and fraud and abuse at the county, but all across the board. And, uh, yeah, and I think that was such an interesting, um, I thought that was such an interesting tack to take as well, considering that's what the, the I guess the grumbling has been among so many DeKalb County voters, is about internal corruption in government. And so I think that Robert James was running on the message of, look at how we've tried to root this stuff out. You know, they talked about the Crawford Lewis campaign, uh, you know, or getting Crawford Lewis out of there, Burl Ellis. And, um, and yet Sherry Boston took sort of a broader tactic and rode that to victory in the primary. Uh, yeah, and elder course, abuse and a whole lot of other things that are going on mm-hmm. and, and not, in, you know, sex trafficking into Cab County that are not getting attention. Yeah. Veronica, great job as always. We'll uh, hear you tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. We appreciate you, bud. Glad to be there. Hey, and where can folks follow you on Twitter? At Miss V Waters. M-I-S-S-V Waters. All right. Appreciate it, Veronica. And Veronica, if you do hit crystals, bring a little extra in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Sunrisers for everybody. for everyone. There you go. Veronica Waters. We're going to come back. Don in Atlanta, hang tight. We'll get your call. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Apparently these uh, Washington primary going on. Washington State, Donald Trump wins with 76% of the vote. Ted Cruz, 10%. John Kasich, 9.9%. Hillary Clinton wins in Washington, but there's no delegates because they caucused already? I don't know what's going on out there. It doesn't really matter. It's it's Trump versus Clinton. It's Crane and Aram. We're finishing up the show. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Don joins us in Atlanta. Don, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking my call, Mark. Um... Have they said anything about Forsyth County yet? I haven't seen it on the map tonight on here. Which race? Yeah, which race are you looking for, I'm buddy? I'm looking for the county corner. County Our- corner race in Forsyth Hang County. On. I'm going to pull that up for you because I am your number one fan. All that's, right. that's Lauren McDonald's race, correct? She is winning. Uh, he. He, Lauren is McDonald's. Lauren Bubba, it's Bubba McDonald's. Bubba McDonald's. That's the one you're asking about, correct? Yeah, uh, uh, Stan Rutledge and Bunner. Yeah, hang on. We're Bubba won big, 72 to 28%. Okay. Thank you, Ron. You're welcome. Have a good one. All right. Thank you for being here, Bill, and correcting the gender on that. Well, both Lawrence would appreciate being known as <laughs> exactly. both Bubba won and Lauren Jr. Yes. Uh, if, in case you're wondering about the rest of the Forsyth County votes, uh, Ron Freeman wins the sheriff rep, uh, school board, school board, school board, Fulton, uh, Forsyth County Commission District 4. Goes to Cindy Mills Jones, the incumbent. Laura Sermonson, uh, Semonson, Laura Semonson, the incumbent. All right, Tom Cleveland. Yeah, anyway. Complete coverage on WSBradio.com. Can we please, Longoria, do star of the show? 
Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Despite a uh, late charge by one Veronica Waters, hands down, Bill Crane gets the uh, star of the show tonight for his uh, impeccable political analyses that you only, not just on my show, but in the uh, Chris Chandler uh, juggling chainsaws uh, program. Uh, as always, we appreciate you, Bill. So you are now in the running for the thousand dollar bonus at the end of the year. If I bring in the crystal bowl, does that? Well, anytime someone brings food, food it, okay. it's pretty much a guarantee. Know, like these these bananas haven't realized that yet. Next time you see me, there will be food in hand. Loti brought in. Uh, Loti's never brought in food. Longori brought in. What was that pie? Your yeah, but I brought him breakfast like a week ago when you filled in for Herman. Yeah. And I, I still didn't give it. I, but that wasn't this show. Yeah, no. Not in the show. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that pie you brought in? It's like buttermilk pie. Oh, yeah, the remember? buttermilk Holy pie. Holy cow. Yeah. Bring that in, Longoria, and you've got okay. this thing locked up. Okay. Cool. Hot neighbor doesn't bake, so you can yeah. just you can run away with it. Oh, this. I don't have to cook it, do I? Yeah, no, no. Okay, just bring just it in. Bring it in. All, All right, right uh, tomorrow, I assume a normal show. We'll see. Yes, maybe. Yeah. All yeah. Right. I believe so. I'm not sure yet. We'll uh, continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's magnificent mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.